0: Nation, welcome to another episode of Down with the Ship. My name is Maddie Mayhem, and I'm your host for this particular episode. Unfortunately, it has been a long time since we have done an episode of Down with the Ship. I think our last episode was Thanksgiving Day, uh, and it is now the second week of December. Here we are, December twelfth, and uh, we're cutting the next episode. And a lot has happened since our last episode. I was in Mexico. It was a fantastic time. Uh, I watched the Kansas City Chiefs game there, the unfortunate Kansas City Chiefs game, and I'll get into that in a little bit. Mexico is beautiful, you know. Uh, started in Cancun. Went south to Mahual, had some of their delicious ceviche down there. I mean, if you if you haven't had authentic ceviche on the beach, on a on a beach in Mexico, especially at Mahual, I suggest that you get out there and do it. It's it's pretty much a paradise out there. These resort towns like like Cancun and and Cabo and Rosarito, I mean it's it's good. It's it's fine. But if you really want that authentic uh, you know, uh, Mexican experience where you're you're getting the food, you're getting the ambiance. There's not really a lot of tourists there. I mean, there's a cruise ship that stops by. There's a port, and a lot of people get off, but then they leave, and then it's just a small town again, uh, like a small beach town, and it is paradise. I, I suggest that you guys get out there if you have the opportunity to get out there. So I was in Mexico, wasn't able to record a pod with uh, Sean Carnage. Uh, And then we were going to record a pod when I got back, but unfortunately, Sean Carnage got the Rona. He's been held up for the last couple of days as he's recovering. And so I am going to cut this pod solo again. I think this is the second time now that I will have done that. And uh, I'll do my best, Raider Nation, to to hold it down. I've got a lot to say, but I think that I feel like most of us in Raider Nation are probably going to be in the same boat as far as our thoughts on the team this point in the season. There's about four games left. The Raiders aren't doing that great. We've lost the last two. I believe that, yeah, the Raiders are currently sitting at 5-8. and Not a great record. And at this point, I think that it's time for us, Raider Nation, to take a look in the mirror and realize that the 2023 season is done. We're not going anywhere. And we should be looking toward the future. And so I'll have a little bit to say about that later on in the podcast. But let's go back and let's talk about the past two games. Because like I said, it's been a minute since we were able to discuss what's been going down and so I was in Mexico sitting at the bar of the hotel that I was staying in watching this game against the Kansas City Chiefs and let me tell you Raider Nation it started out great I mean that first quarter was went about as as great as you you could have expected the Raiders to 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 start I mean they literally came out the gate and at one point the score was 14 and nothing I mean Josh Jacobs broke away that 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 run and and, and we were cruising and I I I, I was I was stoked I was you know I ordered a shot and I was I was ready to just to to watch this upset in the making and then it all came crashing down Raider Nation I mean as you saw in the game the Chiefs basically came back tied the game uh at the half and then came out of the half and the Raiders just could not get out of their own way and actually since since the halftime of that Kansas City Chiefs game the Raiders offense has been dormant. The Raiders' offense is hibernating for the wintertime. I mean, it is just god-awful. Some of the worst offense that I think that I've ever seen. Needless to say, the Chiefs came back and they just whooped our ass. Uh, The final score was 31-17. Our defense just couldn't do anything. It seemed like no matter what third down and distance it was, the Chiefs always picked it up. Uh, Nobody wanted to cover Kelsey. I mean, you know, what else is new these days? I swear to God. I cannot wait for that guy. Just... Kelsey, just just marry Taylor Swift and get the fuck off the field. I do not want to see your stupid hillbilly face anymore. So again, yeah, just just emb- embarrassed by the Chiefs again. But what else is new? And then the Raiders went into their bye week, uh, and and I know that Antonio Pierce gave the team. The entire week off in order to prepare for the upcoming game gets the Vikings, you know, to rest. And I know Max Crosby's been dealing with the knee issue. I mean, the guy's a warrior. His knee is is the size of, of a you know, one of those punching balloons that you used to buy, you know, those balloons that you with the handles and you you hold on to the handle and punch them. Like it looks like his knee is swollen swollen that big uh and he gets it drained before every game, but he's still out there, man. He his obviously his injury is going to need surgery, and at this point, why are we still playing the guy? I mean, put Max Crosby in bubble wrap and just set him down for the season. Like we are not going anywhere at this point. There is really no reason for Max Crosby to be playing the game. And I appreciate the guy's heart. Like I said, the dude is a warrior, but why are we risking more injury to the guy? I mean, he is our best player by far, by far. That's right. He is two times the player that Devontae Adams is because Devontae Adams has been invisible and I'll get into Devontae in a little bit. So the Raiders have the bye week off. You know and that, that was it was nice being able to watch football on Sunday you know during the Raiders bye week and not be pissed off or disappointed and then the Raiders came out Raider Nation on a Sunday December 10th and they uh they played a game versus the Minnesota Vikings and this might have been the worst game I have ever seen it was a big joke the entire game how awful both offenses were Josh Dobbs and 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 Aiden O'Connell just could not do anything. I'm telling you, Raider Nation. Aiden O'Connell, not it. He's a great guy, great story out of Purdue, but that dude is a at best. He's an average backup at best, and at worst, he's a third string quarterback. He is a statue. The second anybody gets near him, he panics, tucks the ball, and just gets sacked. I mean, he is he is a liability, and 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 I've seen enough. I mean, I know. Everybody's calling for Jimmy Garoppolo, but it's like, don't put Jimmy G in there. We need to lose these games. Now, I'm not saying that the Raiders need to tank. I'm just saying, keep Aiden out there. You know, might as well get him some credit. I mean, what good is it to put Jimmy G in so we can take a couple games and miss out on an opportunity at a franchise quarterback? I don't think so. That is not smart management. And if Champ Kelly is as smart as I think he is, he needs to start playing for the future. And again, I'll get into that. I'll get into the ideas of what the Raiders should be doing as far as getting ready for the future uh, in a little bit. But back to this horrible game. And so the Vikings and the Raiders are just absolutely defensively shutting the other squad's offense down completely. I mean, it's just I mean, both both defensive lines were dominating both offensive lines. and it just it, it was zero zero going into the last five minutes of the fourth quarter. I know the announcers for the game were just were completely clowning both teams. You know, they were making jokes about the offense and how it was the lowest scoring game of all time. Just what an embarrassment for the Raiders to have a hundred million dollar offense. Jacoby Myers as our number two. Devontae Adams is our number one. We got Hunter Renfro as a slot guy who is a who is a Pro Bowl slot guy. We have Josh Jacobs, who is a Pro Bowl running back, run the rushing title last year. We've got an average offensive line, and the Raiders can't score any points versus the Minnesota Vikings, who, by the way, their defense is like Ten, I guess. I think it's ranked ten or eleven right now. So you could say, yeah, top ten defense. But come on, to score zero points in a game—that is—that is an embarrassment. And that right there, I—I I, I really feel like, first of all, Bo agree not an offensive coordinator, and that the last two, like the last half of the Chiefs game and the and the entire Vikings game has shown us that the dude is out of his league. He is—I'm sure he's a nice guy. Go back to being a quarterback's coach. You are not an offensive coordinator, nor will you ever be one. And I and I. I'm sorry to say, Raider Nation, but I really feel like Antonio Pierce is not the guy to be the head coach. I mean, he's really good at getting his guys amped up for a little bit, but the dude can't make adjustments. The way that he's been managing his timeouts and making decisions in games has not been perfect. And I just, I feel like in today's game, Football, You need an offensive-minded head coach who understands the game and understands how to both attack defenses and then use that offensive understanding in order to help their your defense attack the other team's offense. So, again, when you have Antonio Pierce, who, again, he's a great motivator, but if you don't necessarily know football on the level of some of these offensive geniuses like Andy Reid, then you probably have no business being a head coach. The one guy that I think has earned his, his keep – Uh, on our on our coaching staff is Patrick Graham I mean yes we got thumped by the Chiefs again and again it's the Chiefs and they're gonna they just own us we're the Chiefs bitches but like fortunately he had the defense playing lights out versus the Vikings I mean we were getting sacks we were getting interceptions we were rattling the quarterbacks it wasn't until they brought Nick Mullins in at the very end of the game that he was able to muster up a field goal I mean uh, Patrick Graham's unit still stopped him that is a monster defense statistically the Raiders have a top five defense the last three weeks of football. Look at what we did to the Dolphins who continually just destroy everybody. We almost beat the Dolphins. Like that defense right there, that's a good defense. So if anything, if you're going to keep any of these these, these coaches, like, make Patrick Graham the head coach. Now, again, I'm not a proponent for any defensive head coach because, again, I feel like the league is is more catered toward, like, the Shanahans and the McVeighs and these offensive geniuses. Like, you can't necessarily be a defensive head coach. Uh, it's working in, in Houston. I would say it's working in Detroit, but Detroit's been losing the last couple of games. So, you know, uh, the Jets have a defensive head coach. But I think that the, the powerhouse teams, uh, the ones that are consistently going to score – uh, and and just embarrass the other teams. They're, you know the Niners have Shanahan, the the Dolphins with with the with the smart McDaniel's, Mike McDaniel's. But I think I think that the the you know the offensive head coach is really the way to go. It's up to Mark Davis and it's up to Champ Kelly who who the Raiders end up hiring. I've got some ideas and I'm sure Sean and I when Sean comes back to the studio, I'm sure we'll be able to discuss looking toward the future, what coaches we potentially want, and of course we'll get into the you know the guys that we want to draft and again, I'll get into that a little bit later in the show. But again, the last 3 weeks of the of the season, you know, the loss to the Vikings, the loss to the Chiefs in the bye week, it really just—it it doesn't leave much hope for the future, I think, the way that, that the Raiders currently are. It's obvious that we are in desperate need of an actual quarterback who is mobile, who can make plays off script. You know, when the play breaks down and the quarterback has to, to scramble outside of the pocket, who can still keep his eyes downfield. I mean, that is modern football. You know, that is what Dak Prescott does. That's what Patrick Mahomes does. That is what C.J. Stroud does uh, or has been doing this year. I mean, he has been phenomenal. I still wish the Raiders had gotten him. But these quarterbacks that are able to scramble outside the pocket and make plays off script, that is where the league is headed. And that is what the Raiders need to pick up. And so the Raiders are sitting at number six in the NFL draft. But the good news is that there are actually only four teams ahead of us, even though we're at six, because, again, the Bears have multiple picks in the top five and so the way that it sets is that carolina technically has the worst pick right now um, but they traded their pick to the bears in order to draft bryce young so again uh, the bears have the first pick the patriots have the second the cardinals have the third washington has the fourth the bears have the fifth and then vegas again has the sixth. now here's the thing if you look at the teams in front of us obviously new england Needs a quarterback. So they're probably going to go after Caleb Williams. I mean, he seems to be the the top prize uh, out of the picks. But, again, there are other teams ahead of us, you know, the the, out of the four teams ahead of us that don't need quarterbacks. I mean, Arizona doesn't necessarily need a quarterback. I mean, they've got Kyler Murray over there. And and he came back from his injury, and he looks good again. So do they really want to get rid of him? And if they do, then, you know, I mean, do the Raiders want to pick him up? Because he's not – I mean, he doesn't suck – then the, the Washington Commanders have Sam Howell. Like, he's been playing lights out this year. So, do they need a new quarterback? I, I, maybe not. I think that they would be better off drafting a wide receiver or, you know, somebody on defense that can help their defense do better because their defense has been terrible this year. And then the Bears have Justin Fields. So, are the bears going to trade just give up on Justin Fields who by the way has looked pretty good toward the end of the season uh, and 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 he just he he needs to continue to have time i mean he he is he reminds me of a lot of Lamar Jackson in that he's he's a he's a great athlete and he just needs time in order to show how great he is so again if you think about it there are four blue chip quarterbacks in this upcoming draft the Raiders could potentially pick up one of these guys I mean if you think about it Caleb Williams out of USC obviously a blue chipper Jaden Daniels out of LSU just won the Heisman the guy played lights out uh you got Bo Nix you got you got Drake May those are four dudes that could potentially be like dudes like this could be one of the greatest quarterback drafts to ever You know, happen. And the Raiders are right up here, top five. So don't screw it up, Raiders. Take any of those four guys, and you will be good. We will finally have a quarterback to match the other QBs in our division. So, again, I think that. The Raiders have to continue to just stay the course, you know? I mean, obviously, we're not winning games, but we don't want to win games because we need to look toward the future. And right now, our future is, is as it currently stands, it's bleak. But if we end up losing a lot of games and getting a top-five pick and ending up with one of these blue-chip QB prospects, then our future all of a sudden is bright. And I think that what Mark Davis needs to do is he has to hire Champ Kelly, give him the keys as the GM, and let Champ Kelly make this hire. Let you, like You hired the dude to be the assistant GM right, to Ziegler, and then you fired Ziegler and you gave him the job. So let him work. Let him cook. You obviously saw something in him that made you think that he is potentially a, 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 a keeper as a general manager. That's why you, you stuck him around as, as the assistant general manager. So again, what you should do or what you have to do is give him the keys to the kingdom. Let him pick a head coach, and there's a lot of great prospects out there. A lot of great prospects. And we could talk about that in a future episode. Let him pick an offensive-minded head coach. And then he and that head coach get together and look at these top four quarterbacks and try to figure out, okay, what are the what are our options? Do we trade up and get a guy we want? Or do we like all four and let one of them fall to us? How does that work? You know, there is the potential of... One of these other teams, letting a team jump the Raiders in order to draft a a draft pick. And that's not even to say the Raiders are going to stay in the top five. I mean, this Thursday, we play the Chargers, who for some reason just look god-awful all of a sudden. Like, what the hell happened to the Chargers? Justin Herbert looks like dog shit this year like what happened to Justin Herbert I'm not complaining obviously it's great to see the Chargers fail but like at what cost (laughs) because obviously one of the best parts about the Chargers is that they have Brandon Staley as their head coach and that dude is a joke so if they continue to lose and they are they're gonna fire Brandon Staley and potentially get one of these great Options at head coach, and that might not be the best for the Raiders, you know, if, if depending on who the Raiders choose as a head coach. But I mean, it looks like if you look at the division, Andy Reid ain't going nowhere, right? It looks like Sean Payton finally has the Broncos heading in the right direction. I mean, they've won four in a row, I and mean, they're killing teams right now. And Brandon Staley's going to get fired, so who knows who they bring in? It's probably going to be somebody badass, and the Raiders are going to have to contend with three awesome coaches. So, Raiders, do not screw this coaching higher up. This could make or break the next 10 years uh, of your existence if you if you hire the wrong guy no pressure no pressure mark no pressure champ kelly but again the raiders play the chargers on thursday and herbert's out he he fractured his, his the finger on his throwing hand he's not going to play so the raiders are going to play against the second string co- uh, quarterback they should win you would think our defense has been awesome we've been shutting teams down they're going to have a backup quarterback play we should win but do we want to win and again, I know that we we're supposed to always root for the Raiders to win, but like, come on, guys. This team sucks. We need a quarterback. This season doesn't matter at all. Why are we wasting a perfectly great opportunity to guarantee us a blue-chip prospect by winning some bullshit-nothing game that doesn't matter, beating up a team that sucks? What difference does it make? It's not going to help us at all. What, is going to help team morale? No. And so why beat the Chargers? I, so I'm hoping... The good news is Josh Jacobs is out, probably looked like he was he was limping, um, and again whether or not you wanna you wanna call me a fake fan Raider Nation you have to understand the Raiders need a quarterback. I am done watching Aiden O'Connell stand out there like a chump and get beat up because he is just slow, and, uh, because he's, he's he's a statue, because he's got square wheels, whatever you want to call it. I mean I've never seen such a slow quarterback in my life. It's horrible. Horrible, especially with that terrible offensive line that we have. I mean, it just—it's tough. And so again, the Raiders have this game against the Chargers, and then of course we play the Chiefs again in Kansas City on Christmas morning. So I get that uh, as a Christmas present. Uh, I get to watch the Raiders get romper stomped in the cold by by the Kansas City Chiefs. And and the Chiefs, they, they've actually been losing a lot of games too, and they're they're pissed right now. They they've lost like three in a row. Uh, so they're they're just gonna come in and, and just push the Raiders shit in. There's no there is no way. There is no way that the Raiders are gonna win that game. So that that'll be a that'll be a solid beatdown. Then we got the Colts who sometimes they look good, sometimes they look bad. It's really hard to say about that Colts game on, uh, on New Year's Eve. And then finally we play the Broncos and end the season on January 7th. So four games left. I mean, this, this miserable season that was already tarnished by Josh motherfucking dumbass McDaniels, which thank God he's gone. Again, I will just continue to say, thank God he's gone for the rest of my life. I hate that man and his stupid, punchable face. But again, uh, this season's almost done, and we need to look toward the future. And so again, the Raiders need a quarterback badly. We need a new head coach badly. We need a new offensive coordinator really badly. And, and hopefully with the, these last four games, we'll be able to kind of build foundations. What I would do if I the Raiders was the Raiders, I'd just be playing all my young guys. You're not going to go to the, the playoffs at all. Like, don't even try for the playoffs. Just play your young guys. Look toward the next season. Look toward, you know, I mean, four games. Nobody's going nobody's gonna to blame you for tanking four games, you guys. Like, seriously. There's, there's no, there is no reason to, to do anything. I, what I would do, I would put Devontae Adams on ice. I'd be like, hey, you're done, man. Mysterious injury. He's out. I would put Josh Jacobs on ice to so see, like, hey, he hurt himself. He's out for the season. I would put Max Crosby on ice, and I would develop the shit out of the younger guys and hope for the best for the future. And that's, that is what I would do the rest of the season. Um, it was a bad season, and it sucks to say that we're already looking towards the draft, but it is what it is. And, and if we end up with a top-five pick— Uh, in a draft with four amazing blue-chip quarterbacks coming out of it the offseason will be extra exciting, especially with the prospects of a new head coach. So, I mean, there there is a lot to be excited about Raider Nation. This was a terrible season. The best thing that could happen to the Raiders is we end up in last place in the AFC West so that we get that sweet last place schedule next year and getting a top five pick, getting a quarterback, because we are a quarterback away from having a pretty great offense. I mean, if you look at, if you look at our offense, the offensive line needs help too. Obviously, we can draft some guys or, or sign some guys in free agency but like the skill guys are there now here's the thing and we'll talk about this when Sean comes back to the show but I think that one of the ways that you guarantee yourself uh one of these blue chip quarterbacks is you trade Devontae flip him give him to the Jets who are obviously gonna have Aaron Rodgers back trade Devontae the Jets get him off the team I I mean I, I appreciate everything Devontae did I really do but Dude wants to win, and he doesn't have patience on a team that's going to grow. The Raiders are nowhere near winning. So get rid of Vontae, get an extra first maybe, flip those two firsts for a higher slot in the draft, and try to get the quarterback that you want. I would not re-sign Josh Jacobs. The guy ran like a warrior, but he's injured every single year. Now, Zamir White, he ain't it either. That dude is a—at best, he's a backup running back. He is not the guy. So maybe draft a running back in the second or third round. You know, maybe we can strike gold and get a badass uh, running back as well. But if you get rid of Devontae, then you have to draft— Another wide receiver, but it's not like Jacoby Myers hasn't been. You know, I mean, he's put, he has the potential of being the number one, and we have him for a while. And I love Jacoby Myers. The guy's got heart, man. Any team would be happy to have Jacoby Myers as their number one, except the Patriots, of course, because they were stupid enough to get rid of him and sign Juju Smith Schuster instead. I mean, what a dumbass decision that was. But that's why the Patriots are going to end up with the second or even possibly the first pick of the draft because they were they have just not drafted well at all. And thank God that the Patriots way seems to be dying. So anyways, just my thoughts. Uh, I don't, you know, I'll give you guys a pick for the game since that's what Sean and I usually do. But uh, I'm, I'm actually going to pick what I hope happens, unfortunately. Uh, because again, it's for the best if you think about it. We need this team to lose. We need a higher draft pick. We need a blue chip quarterback. I mean, you, you watch Aiden O'Connell. You watch our offense put zero points up against the Minnesota Vikings. That's enough for anybody to hope for just a complete blow-up restart of this entire organization. So, again, I think the Raiders are going to lose to the Chargers this Thursday. It's going to be a sloppy game. It'll be another low-scoring game because, again, the Raiders' defense is playing well. But the Chargers are going to have a backup quarterback, and our quarterback is terrible. So I will say that the final score will be, let's go go 14-10 Chargers. Because again, I think that the you know the Chargers have a good running game. For some reason, the Raiders seem to not be able to stop Austin Eckler. And, and with the with a rookie or not with a rookie, with a backup quarterback in, you know, they're just going to go heavy Eckler. So I'm going to say that the Chargers win on Thursday. The Raiders lose again, which is exactly what we need. Uh, and uh, we start looking towards the future, you guys. So again, thanks for sticking with me. Uh, I know this episode was more me just kind of ranting, which is you know what I do best here on the podcast. But I I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, We will be back next week after the Chargers game. I'm sure Sean will be back. We'll be talking about the things I kind of touched upon in this episode, but mostly looking toward the future. And uh, the future is bright, Raider Nation. I, I Honestly, I think that if things stay the way that they are, we have the potential to really flip uh, this offseason and, and, and head into the 2024 really ready to go. And, and, and we should all be excited. This season was rough, and we deserve a fresh start. So anyways, that's all I got. Thank you, Raider Nation, uh, for tuning in again. Uh, this has been Down With The Ship. I am Matty Mayhem, and we will see you next time. Peace.